Today on We Need to Talk, we talk with Kirsten about marketing. Why is it evil and why am I right about why it's evil? We need to talk. Can I just throw something in here that's going to be like really funny? Yes. Okay. It better be so, really funny. It's really funny because it involves like expanding a company and like using video marketing. But... That is right for <laughs> So I found... Oh my god, I must have... I was like... I think it was like 25 at the time or something and I had um I had found this company that was they said that they <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just said they were like like a company for adults and this was on Craigslist and this uh this business from what I can remember was located in or near Merrimack New Hampshire mm-hmm. and so they just said like like it was an adult company, but at the time, even with my like Pornhub, um, like local milfs banner advertisements. Oh right, Nathan doesn't know this. Sorry, Pepin doesn't know wait, this. Wait, what? Steven does. <laughs> okay, yeah, you got the. Okay, go on. I'll I'll go I'll go back to that in a minute. Okay. So basically, I reached out to them and they like liked my portfolio and they wanted me to come in for an interview. And I found out it was an adult toy store for dildos and all that type of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, we're, you know, just like looking to advertise the products. And, you know, we you know, we like your gear. We like your videos. We we're hoping that you could take videos of like all of our products for our website. And I was just like, oh boy this was an industry i tried to get out of and now am i about to jump back into it no i didn't i didn't no okay but not me me not having that context the way you said that sounded a little (laughs) interesting okay used to do banner ads for porn okay okay so (laughs) okay yeah okay the, the way it sounded like it sounded like you were like involved in a different way no, I was not. No, I used to make banner ads for Pornhub. I would, oh, uh, that's... Yeah, I would sell apps uh-huh. to men to meet local milfs and cougars, oh my depending God. on their age. I would also sell dick pills. That is incredible. <laughs> okay, you've always wondered where who's making those ads. Now you know. Yes. I was one of them for a while. Okay, I need to know so much about this. So, uh, well, if you want to know like the, the most important thing at this time, the market for that is so saturated, it's going to be impossible to make money. Even when I was doing it for Pornhub, um, my ROI was like eleven percent. It was much higher when I was doing marketing for Plenty of Fish, and that's just regular dating. Mm-hmm. I'd advertise like Christian Mingle on there, and. Uh, Advertise that, a competitor uh, on their on the competition's app. Very right. <laughs> Plenty of fish was actually like amazing. Like that was my favorite one to advertise on for so long. But then they mm-hmm. created a mobile app, and they didn't run advertisements on their mobile app because I guess it was a subscription mm-hmm. plan. Like you had to buy a subscription to have the mobile app, and. uh after that happened, like my my ROI for Plenty of Fish was like anywhere between like four hundred 
and like 700 percent oh wow yeah yeah i'd make like 1100 dollars a week advertising on pornhub sorry plenty of fish i keep thinking back to how funny the Pornhub banner ads are. No, I would make a lot more advertising on Plenty of Fish before they moved over to mobile apps. Now, what was more successful, like blatant, overt, like sexual content or something that was risque, but not like in your face, vaginas and dicks? Uh, risque. Fascinating. Yeah. Because like there, people are on there to see vaginas and dicks. So like, by having something that doesn't show that that being more successful than it's like that. a mystery mystery factor it's yeah, like it's you can see most of their body but they have a hat covering up their you know hoo-ha they're completely or whatever naked but they're wearing a nice hat <laughs> right or they're like they're completely naked but they're like leaned over in a way where their arms are covering their boobs and then like their hands area are covering their hoo-hahs i'm gonna just say that i'm just gonna say i have one i'm gonna i'm gonna call it a hoo-ha and they just cover that up and then suddenly you know your click-through rate's higher because it's like it's like the person who clicked it doesn't actually know what it looks like so they don't have like the satisfaction of like seeing the rest of that woman's body which may or may not be in a profile on that other um, adult dating app. Okay. okay. So how did you get contracted for this? Was it something you applied for or is it just like a, your own business you started? Yeah, you, you apply for it. Okay. So I did it through ExoClick back in the day. I don't know if ExoClick still exists. You're welcome to try it. I will tell you right now, like... You basically have to spend like three to five thousand dollars a day. Yeah. For for what? To like get a good ROI. Like you're gonna you're like at this point the ROI would probably be about like maybe four percent. So if your return on your investment of like if you do three thousand dollars times yeah i have to do this if if you spend three thousand dollars in a day and your ads are really good and your absolute best outcome is the four percent roi then you'll make like a hundred and twenty dollars that day after spending so three thousand dollars the money that you're spending is for the ad space is that right Yes. Okay. And then the ROI is the money you get back from it. So, okay. So, yeah. So, Pornhub was not that successful with the ROI, but on Plenty of Fish, you're getting like, you know, a 700% or something. So, if you spent $100 yeah. on the ads, you're getting uh, 700 back. 700 back. Roughly. So, yeah. gain of 600, essentially. Yeah. The only thing is with, um, with Plenty of Fish, like, yeah, there was a lot of traffic on Plenty of Fish, but like nowhere near the amount that there was on adult like dating websites mm -hmm. or just porn websites really. Um, and that's like $3,000 like across channels or more because ExoClick does a run of campaign. So you don't actually like just advertise on Pornhub. You usually advertise on like all possible like porn websites and then from there, you decide which websites are performing the best, and you pause the websites that are losing you money. Okay. 
and were you getting so, so were you contracted by a company to run these ads or were you no this was just me it was just you and it was just me how did you get involved in the products or what, what was being sold oh uh i got involved through an old friend and uh like i said just like dating apps that would lead to um mostly fake local milf and cougar profiles so give our give our listeners uh some some advice how do you know when it's a fake one when you're gonna fuck real cougars <laughs> for the lit for the listeners for the listeners for the lis- for the single listeners who want to go fuck cougars how you know the fake ones versus the real ones? Uh, the fake ones are probably prettier than the real ones. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Yay. but I'm sorry. I was in it long enough to know that this is a fact. Mm-hmm. If you really, really want to get laid, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know. Craigslist? If you really want to get laid using adult dating apps you're gonna need to find like a tugboat of a woman <laughs> <laughs> Nate the same headcock at the same time to the phrase a tugboat of a woman this is from a professional <laughs> porn advertiser she's gotta be kind of thick and she's gonna tug on places that will make you <laughs> that will make you boat like where's the no. boat <laughs> So, <laughs> tell me about Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Early Mickey Mouse. So, I can give some personal experience here because... Oh my I'm, god, really? Okay, kind of, okay, quick bait right there, but... So, it's like, back when I was like 22 or 23, I had this like, interest in cougars for some reason, or I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm just like, I want an older woman. I don't want want a younger girl so uh i talked to one of my co-workers at the time and she said oh yeah there's a site uh and she gave me like a site name i'm like okay so i went there and i signed up for it's it like this like social dating pro- thing and i got like five messages like within a week and like wow this is like really working out and then eventually i kind of started paying more close attention I'm like these people aren't real they're all fake they're bots right yeah i'm like god damn it i got tricked here i got tricked yeah. Did you pay money for that site? Oh, no. They were trying to get me to pay money. I was just like, no, I'm getting plenty of messages. Why would I? Because <laughs> they're all bots, man. There are, like, Sugar Mom and Sugar Dad websites. I've I've heard of those. And it, that I don't, it's super interesting that that thing exists. I mean, some of it's it a little bit, like, low-key prostitution, like, at a certain point. But it's, I, I don't know. It, it, it's It's weird. It's interesting. Yeah, I have a lesbian friend who had, like, her own lesbian friend who had signed up to a Sugar Mom website, like, years and years ago in college. What? I don't remember too much about what she said mm-hmm. about how it worked, but it wasn't, like, at least for the, like, women, it wasn't about sex all the time. It was, like, a lot about companionship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just, like, going out and, like, doing stuff. Yeah, well... I think, I mean, I think usually in a lot of these cases, it's the men that want the sex. I mean, though that's not true a lot of times too, because there was a couple things I've seen before where they talked about, um, there's like high class escorts and low class escorts, but the higher class ones 
like the men will tend you know right as the man kind of uh, contracting the, like the men want to more have the status symbol of having like an attractive woman to go out on a date with and what they're saying is that like you know, these girls would be going on these dates with these guys and going all these places and think it'd just be like a normal date and sometimes sex would even happen like it's more just about this guy being seen in public with uh, this incredibly attractive woman oh, that makes sense stroke the ego or whatever that term is yeah and same thing with sugar mamas too i think because i also heard somewhere else that uh there's there's some guys like some super rich people that will just have like a girlfriend in like say new york city they'll pay for their rent and everything like that and just kind of pay for their life you know have like an allowance or like a you know, certain amount of money but you know all that's expected is that when they come to new york city that she is there and you know nice and they have a nice little time but you know it's mostly this on the premise that uh, he's yeah. gonna pay for all the bills. I actually have like kind of, but it's not it's not really like my own story, but it was like the witnessing of a sugar mom kind of. I can't get like too too much into the detail, but um. All right, just give mm -hmm. us the name, address, and social. <laughs> I mean, I did go to this person's house, <laughs> but um, I basically I went over to help her like with some like business related stuff uh by way of like another uh person um i'll just i'm, I'm gonna use like fake names uh, okay. i'm trying to think we do that i'm gonna all the time. give yeah i'm gonna give that one like i'm just gonna call her linda okay. and then i'm gonna say her boyfriend's okay. name i'm just gonna call him ken because he was definitely like much younger than her um, I don't know. I'm just I'm picturing like okay. just like just like a Ken as like a younger name compared to Linda, but like still much older than us. So okay. this woman was like, yeah, We're no. So like so like movies. Linda was like borderline. <laughs> I think she was like borderline sixty-ish, and her boyfriend was definitely around the age of like forty-two. So it's like, you know, it's like, fine, do your thing. Like, you're obviously, like, really successful in, like, what you do. Um, but when I showed up to her house, I had to, like, you know, dress pretty, like, semi-professionally, I think. I went, like, pretty, like, business casual. Um, I got there, and I started talking to her about, like, business and stuff. And then her, like, boyfriend had come downstairs and started making food. And... Um, I gave her boyfriend this, like, kind of weird look, and I don't know if she, like, like, internally got upset with me over it or something, but, like, never really voiced it until, like, after the fact, but, like, I gave him this look, and it was only because I was confused, because this dude was, like, 42, and he was wearing skinny jeans, and I was like, that wasn't even part of your, like, generation, are you wearing skinny jeans? I was so, like, just, was, like, totally distraught. I mean, like, totally, like, you know, like, do your thing, be happy, but from, like, a generational perspective, that your style, like, the style that you're wearing right now does not make sense to me, especially, like, considering who you're, like, dating. Like, it just, it didn't click. But she, mm -hmm. since her boyfriend was cooking, she offered me like some of the food that he was making for them and i like was like you know sure like that would be awesome um so i figured out stuff that needed to be like done with her business 
and ate the food, you know, said thank you and left. And then, like, my somewhat boss or whatever got an email from her saying that I was, like, rude and I ate, like, food while I was there. And I'm just like, but, like, she she offered like i'm so confused like what the hell happened like like we had a good conversation i thought and uh i always wonder if it was because i gave her middle-aged skinny jeans pants wearing boyfriend like a weird look <laughs> i was like i am not interested i was just hmm. genuinely confused hmm. now the look that you gave was that on purpose or was it more just kind of just kind of came out it just kind of came out. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say it was like a disgusted face. It was more of like a, like, oh, that's, like, that's different. And then I just, like, got back to what, like, I had to do. Mm -hmm. yeah, it could be the case that, like, after the whole thing, like, the boyfriend talked to the girlfriend about it. And then it's like she got kind of mad about it. And she can, like, voice that in the email because it's like, like, oh, yeah, she gave my boyfriend, like, a weird look. Like, like that's kind of, like, vague and hard to, like, you know, really go after. So instead yeah. they went after, like, uh, things that were actual, like uh, eating food. Like, in, you, you, you know, things that you could accuse a person of being, say, unprofessional about, even if they weren't. Because then the boss could come to you and, you know, ask you those questions, and you couldn't deny it. I always yeah. have the opposite problem, where I, if someone offers me food, I'll say no, and then they get offended that I didn't eat. <laughs> just like a proxy grandma <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah like i went i was over at my friend's house for it was like the first time and i was meeting a whole bunch of new people and we were playing D D, and i was drinking and smoking so i was like not i had eaten right before i didn't know they did like they bought pizza and stuff so they're like oh you want so you want some pizza i'm like no i'm good and like he got super offended and then next time I came over, I'm like, no, I'm good. And, he, and I'm like, am I offending you by saying no to eating pizza with you? He's like, yes. I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I guess I just won't won't eat before I come over anymore. I, I don't, I'm not trying to offend you. I just, A, I don't like eating around brand new people. Uh, that just, it makes me uncomfortable. And B, I literally was had eaten right before I came here. Because in my mind, I'm coming over at 7, 7.30 at night, like, everybody's already eaten and where I'm not coming there to, to take from, from what you guys are doing. I'm coming there to, to, you know, be a part of the, the games that we're playing. So right. I had to, I had to kind of shift that, but for people who don't communicate that and aren't willing to be like, am I offending you? Uh, that can rub people the wrong way and both parties aren't willing to say it. So it's always, I kind of have the opposite problem of where you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll eat your food from the, this random person and who's a like client if, and i don't know like she just she just offered so i was I, like super there's like confused. No, there's like no like, are we at a point in time are we at a point in time where like i mean it makes sense like there are times where it's okay and understandable and like justified to be offended but i don't ever want to be in a situation where i have to think like is it more or less offensive to accept the food like do i have to ask the person who offered me food if they would be offended if i said yes or no <laughs> like that's just like well is, is that where I've, we are now <laughs> i've come to have to ask um if i say no is it going to offend you which 
it's super uncomfortable to have to do but it's better than actually offending them from mm. my perspective but i i don't disagree i think you were in a lose-lose situation because yeah. it'd be rude if you said yes and it'd be rude if you said no so like there is no right answer you know what i blame the guy for you like i blame I his know. jeans Blame his, I blame his jeans. Why did he have to wear, like, skin-tight jeans? Why didn't you wear big, fat jeans? He doesn't even need big, fat jeans. Like, it could have just been, like, a regular... Why weren't you wearing some Jenkos, bro? Why weren't you wearing khakis? I don't know. Wear some, <laughs> like... wear some bell bottoms, bud. <laughs> he should have just left. He should have just gone for a nice, leisurely stroll. <laughs> like during that entire like business meeting <laughs> so i love that kirsten is still like upset about this like she, she still just can't <laughs> understand those jeans it's been years <laughs> I, I and i don't i think about it every now and then have you ever just like thought back to a time like 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 years or even decades ago and you're like man I, that was a big mistake and now it's one in the morning. <laughs> yes. I can't resolve those jeans. I can't resolve those jeans. <laughs> wow. So that's marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how off topic we are. Uh, Meter, I do have a solution for you as well. Okay. So here's a solution to your problem of people offering you food and you can't say no or having to be worried about offense. Yeah. Uh, contract diabetes oh mm -hmm. i'm diabetic i could just lie or you can that's just lie good. But that's good that's good i would prefer not to lie so i i would rather like contract diabetes than yeah. have to lie yeah honestly <laughs> so, so get diabetes and okay. then you're all, hey, you're Nate, all set can you give me some diabetes <laughs> yes i you know diabetes is actually transferred through coughs now so okay. i'm gonna cough on you and you'll get it perfect can you cough on a handkerchief and mail it to me? Yes, I can totally do that. So I don't have to leave my house. It would kill all your beta cells. Maybe get something else. Oh, wait, is this not wanting to leave your house? I No, no, no. I, I don't want to get coronavirus, too. I just want diabetes. <laughs> I'll take both. <laughs> so uh, that is that the end of our conversation about marketing? Or? I don't even know where we ended with marketing. <laughs> well, Nate's marketing diabetes right now. Yeah, well, so it's great because it's the ultimate excuse when you want when people offer you food that you don't want. You're just like, oh no, diabetes. I have to like dose for this. And like, well, can I make up? Can I make something up? Yeah. Like, no, I have. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're like, what? What's? And it's like, you know, it's like the thing that doesn't have enough. Oh, I can't eat. Oh, yeah, that's true. You that's true. You can't eat. eat. <laughs> you just can't eat. <laughs> I can't eat food at other times, only certain times. And now is not one of those times. And it never will be. <laughs> I can only eat food on Wednesdays, and it's mm. Thursday. <laughs> or you could say, be, be real general. So I had my, uh, my, my, I administered something to my body, and I mm. now am capable of eating. Or I already took my needle. But yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The app says no. Sorry. What if I just yeah, say that? No. <laughs> what if I just say the app says no and have no other explanation? <laughs> You're like, hold on, let me check. Oh uh, no. 
pan. It's like the magic conch from SpongeBob. It's exactly like the magic conch. Yes, that's what you need. You need a magic conch. <laughs> I do remember so to try to bring it back to marketing just a little bit. I remember Nathan saying that uh you two have like differing views on marketing and I don't know if you had a specific question, Nate. Well, honestly, my question is, why is meter wrong about everything, but specifically, why about marketing? So it's going to take a while for you to explain that, Kirsten. So let's do that next episode, because this one's running a bit long. So next time, be ready for this new episode of We Need to Talk with Kirsten from NH Communities, NH website. Check out the links in the description, and we'll need to talk. Y yeah, I'm doing this in post. <laughs>